Family Shield equips individuals and their families to implement the six traits that build strong, healthy families. Those traits include commitment to each other's welfare and happiness, appreciation and affection, positive communication, spending time together, spiritual well-being, and the ability to cope with stress and crisis. Taking family vacations can accomplish most of these traits. Traveling with our children is today's Family Shield topic. Traveling with children can be fun, educational, and sometimes challenging. As you travel with your children, how do you keep them engaged? What games do you play? Why is it important for parents to be flexible? And how can we share our faith with our children as we travel? My guests today are Dana Herbst and Jamie Clossing. They are moms that have traveled with their families. Dana is in the studio with me, and Jamie is on the phone lines. This is Kay Meyer, president of Family Shield Ministries and your host for today's program. Right now, I have Jamie with me by phone lines, and we're still waiting on Dana. We need to be flexible. That's one of the things we talked about today. But I want to ask Jamie to tell our listeners about her family and where they recently traveled. Hi, Kay. Thanks so much for having me on. Um, yeah, we are, our family is in Northern Illinois, and I have four boys. They're eight, six, four, and two. And we just took our longest family vacation to Daytona Beach in Florida in March. And it was a week-long vacation. And the boys loved the beach. Uh, it was 17 hours to get there, oh, but it was worth it. <laughs> that is a long drive with four boys. And, it was. Uh, yeah. And, but they did all right, huh? They did all right, yeah. And I, I think it, I could say we strengthened our family bonds. That is. Now, how did you do that? <laughs> that really happened. Talk about family bonding uh, on the trip. What did you do? Well, it wasn't our first road trip. We have taken um, about half the length of that. My family live in St. Louis, and so that's a trip we take quite a bit. Um, so they're used to, you know, entertaining themselves and things like that in the car for shorter amounts of time. But I'd say we strengthened family bonds even more because it was just so much longer that we were together. And just the here we are together, you know, the whole... Um, just idea of that we're in this adventure together. So the planning of it was done together and the anticipation and then um, just kind of helping us, helping each other cope in the different ways we needed to cope sometimes, mm-hmm. I think was really beneficial for even little kids. Now, the other day when we talked, you said uh, there was something that you did before you began your trip. What was that? Yeah, uh, my family, I had... Uh, we have five of us. There was four brothers and and I, and we always started our trips when I was little by praying. Um, before we would leave the driveway, my dad would lead us in prayer. And then when we came back home, uh, Thanksgiving prayer that, yes, we made it. Thank you, Lord, for protection. Um, and also just praying that we would get along with each other. And, and it kind of helps um, get everyone on the same page. So if someone is upset at each other, you don't usually pray in fellowship together at that point. So it's kind of good to address anything that needs to 
be addressed before you leave. Absolutely. Um, but also just remember that God is in charge of your trip. Yes, absolutely. That is so important. And I, I yeah. love that you do that. I think that's something that uh, we need to encourage our families to do, uh, just praying as they travel, but especially when it's a special trip. It's it's just a nice yeah. time to, to talk about why we do that, that we trust God and he is the one that's in charge. Very good. Well, tell us about one activity or game that you played as your family traveled that they liked. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, I have to say I'm not a Pinterest mom, so I get easily overwhelmed with planning tons of fun activities and things, but I am a read aloud mom. I love reading to my kids. So um, I would read, I brought some books and I'm fortunate that I don't get car sick in the Uh, car. So I know that I do an advantage there. A lot of people do. (laughs) I do. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I can read aloud, but I can't say I do that that often because, you know, you have to turn around backwards and it's a little uncomfortable. So I usually bring like a short story that I just read chapters from every once in a while. And then um, I do a lot of audiobooks. So mm. I use LibriVox. It's an app that you can download books in the public domain for free. So we use that quite a bit. Um, my kids have some fun books like Winnie the Pooh and things like that that they just love listening to. Um, so that was a winner, audiobooks. Mm-hmm. And we are also spoiled. We have a minivan that has a DVD player oh. in it. So they um, we cheated that way, but I feel like that's not cheating too bad. Not when it's a 17-hour trip. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Those are wonderful. I know when, when we traveled uh, twice to Florida and once to D.C. with our three mm-hmm. children, uh, there was no such thing as a, a video or a CD in the oh, car. Yeah. And now I see our daughter, you know, being able to do that. And I'm like, wow, how wonderful oh, is know. that? Uh, you don't want to do it the entire time for sure. But right. but it's a great right. it's a great thing. One thing you said to me yeah. yesterday, though, which I really liked, is that it's OK for the children to be bored. They don't you don't have to entertain yeah. them the entire time. Now, you homeschooled your children, your older children. Yeah. So tell us why it's okay for them to be bored on a, tra- on a trip, on a long trip. Yeah. Um, I think it's really important for kids to observe what's going on around them. Adults too, let's be real. <laughs> it's just good to soak up things that's going on around you. And I know on a highway, it's not really that much to see, but you know, different conversations can be sparked by, oh, we're going into Tennessee and, you know, what happened in this state and mm-hmm. who do we know that lives here? And so if you're just aware of your surroundings, I feel like lots of good connections can be made that, you know, if you were always making sure that they had something to do and look at or whatever, you wouldn't necessarily have those spontaneous things. So, you know, a kid's imagination is a lot more powerful than we yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it'll kick in at the right time. So. Now you have um, four boys. Did the older ones entertain the younger ones, or did you have um, yeah. problems with "You're in my space"? You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we're kind of getting to that threshold a little bit because my oldest two are, you know, eight and six, so a little bit older. But no, they didn't bother each other that much. It was. Um, they were kind of propped each other up 
or they use their bodies as pillows, I guess. Sometimes. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. Yeah, I yeah, I remember that. that right? Way. When you right. have four of them, yeah, it's nice that you have a little yeah. bigger. And um, sometimes we'll sing together, mm-hmm. you know. They're still at that age that they like that. Still likes the same songs, sure. you know, or we could get away with singing Old McDonald Had a Farm and yeah, everyone yeah. doesn't object. So, um, yeah, we did lots of things, and sometimes they would encourage each other, too, like, oh, we only have two more hours to go until right. our hotel, or yeah. you know. Yeah. So it was fun to see them picking up the that's, encouragement torch. That's neat. I um, had... Um, asked the question about traveling with children on Facebook and got so many wonderful uh-huh. ideas and suggestions. Some of them are things we did with our kids, but it's been many years ago. But I just want to do I want to encourage families because those vacations can be so wonderful to have the time yeah. to learn, to have fun, to be educated. Uh, but it can, as I said in the opening, be challenging sometimes if uh, if there is an issue issue or if the kids are just way over the top tired <laughs> and some right. of those types of things. So right. I just and wanted I to, sh- of it, okay. I'm sorry. Oh, I think lots of it is the mom taking the mantle of the attitude. So if you, uh-huh. if you know, the mom is enjoying the time of being with everyone and you're making the time fun by not being boring yourself, um, that attitude is picked up by the kids. You bet. You quite bet. a bit. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that I saw on Facebook, which I really liked, I don't think I've ever done it, is a behavioral box where mom purchased lots of small gifts, snacks, and wrapped all of them. That was a little bit of work. And then if the children were behaving every two hours or so, they would get to pick a new gift, but they wouldn't know what they're getting. So it might be a snack or something. Now, I don't know, you know, if I want, I mean, kids are not always going to behave. So, you know, I, I was, as I look at that idea, I think it's a great idea. Except if you have one that's a little more hyperactive, you may never get a gift. So, right. you know, be aware that uh, sure. they're not going to be perfect. They're going to act up mm-hmm. sometimes, and that is normal, and we need to still love them. So maybe we could just say, you know, this is a grace gift and give them one of the gifts, even if go. they were not behaving. But I want to go back like to that. one of one of the questions, and we talked a little bit about this. We talked prior to the program. But why do parents have to be flexible on their trips? Oh, gosh, there's just so many things that come up in traveling. Um, you know, your car doesn't, is it acting right? Or you run into a, a, you know, traffic jam, and then you have to model patience through that, or, oh, it looks like we're not to take another route, or we're not going to arrive at our destination at the time we would. So, um, again, I think modeling is super important, and then just maybe involving them in the problem-solving process. Like, mm. hmm, we're sitting here. What what do you think we could do? Mm-hmm. Or why do you think we're having this traffic jam? <laughs> um, you know, there's lots of, lots of ways to talk through that. But flexibility also with different attitudes and with, you know, dad and what he wants and then what mom wants and just trying to have everyone you know, listen and be on the same page. So um, that's that's a whole family. It's, the responsibility doesn't just lay on mom for that. Sure, but, yeah. But, so but in a your... lot of that is asking God, um, saying lots of prayers, taking okay. deep breaths. <laughs> when tensions get rough, I think it's just best to address it and restore everyone, you know, right away instead of letting things 
build up and Mm -hmm. tensions get high. Right, right. And you touched on something I wanted to talk a little bit more about. You know, how do we as parents or grandparents, I'm a grandparent, teach our children to know and love Jesus? This time of a vacation, a road trip per se, it might be a plane trip as well. That still can be a long travel time as you stay in the um, airports and have delays between one flight and another. Uh, So what are some of the things that you do to help your boys know and love Jesus? Yeah, uh, we do bring um, our devotions and song and things that we're doing at home on a daily basis with us. So we kind of maintain that um, rhythm that they expect around bedtime and um and like we said praying and just remembering to be kind to each other <laughs> um and also you're seeing a lot more people outside of your family than you usually do mm-hmm. um you know you're interacting with people who are on the road and then at your destination at your hotel so just extending grace to them um and i think we showed jesus when we are being good citizens and we're, um, you know, giving people, putting the best construction on everyone's behavior and not sitting around judging everyone and things Mm -hmm. like that. So, Mm -hmm. um, of course, things we can bring to read to them, um, you know, different storybooks because you'll have more time with them and music. Uh, We love to listen to like old, old Christian songs that that, Mm. uh, my husband and I just love so that our, our kids are you know, fans of too, but, um, yeah, just trying to include them and remember, like, this is such a gift that we get to spend this time together. And, um, it's such a gift that we have each other, you know, that you have your siblings to spend this time and this creation that God made. Um, so good. Good. I want to make a few announcements and then we'll come back and continue talking about traveling with our children. Family Shield Ministries cares about families growing in Christ and equips them to witness to each other and to the world. The Family Shield radio program is aired on more than 50 stations throughout the United States. We also produce a weekly podcast. This week, we're giving away the booklet, Raising Your Children with Respect. To receive the complimentary booklet, call our response center at 1-877-250-8416 or email us at witness2family at gmail.com. We encourage you to sign up to receive our complimentary email newsletter on our website or connect with us through Facebook. And we encourage you to take a family prayer walk. After you've completed at least one family prayer walk, fill out our survey on the website and return it to us. It will also be available in our email newsletter. Every family that returns the survey will receive a small gift from us. Your prayers and financial support are important. Please consider a small or large financial gift to support Family Shield. We are a listener-supported ministry. 
Your support allows us to continue to share God's love in your community. Send gifts to Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri 63123, or charge a gift on our homepage at www.familyshieldministries.com. Now I want to go back to our program. My guest is Jamie Clossing, and uh, we talked about being flexible. Uh, for some reason, Dana has not been able to come. We did leave a message and we haven't heard back. So we're going to finish the program with Jamie and we hope that Dana will still get here because she had so many wonderful things to share as well about traveling with her uh, her children, her blended family. But uh, again, as I said, we and we talked about, we have to be flexible. And so even with our radio program, we have to be flexible. But um, if we... Um, we we do have a little bit more that we could share, but since I just have Jamie, I want to ask, I hope this is okay, Jamie. The other day on the phone, you talked about your vacation with your parents and your birth mother. And I wondered yeah. if you would just share a little bit about that, because I was saying to my husband on the way up here, I have to do another program. <laughs> That's such a good story. <laughs> Tell us how you met your birth mother and, and how your relationship is now. I, I just think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, God's really blessed me. Um, so we went in August for my my mom, my adoptive mom's birthday to see the Creation Museum and the Ark mm-hmm. in Kentucky. And we had a blast. And um, we invited my birth mom, um, who I have a great relationship with, and her son um, to come along with us. So they stayed at the same Airbnb and as we did and did all the things together. And I met my mom, um, my first mom, when I was 21. I found out her name and um, kind of tracked her down, sent her a letter. And um, then we met at that time. And then that was about the same time that I moved up to Illinois um, to get to know my husband more um, or to get to know my fiance more. And um, then we continued our relationship and um, through phone calls and emails and things like that and got together more. And now we are very close. Um, That's fantastic. talk all the time. And yeah, so she's a believer. And um, we just are really thankful that, you know, God has given us a second chance for a relationship. And um, everyone's very open and just thankful about the situation. That is fantastic. I I was just, I'm doing something for Lutherans for Life in July, an mm-hmm. online thing, and I was sharing, I'm going to be sharing some stories. And one of them was one of the women that I worked with that had released her baby for adoption when she mm-hmm. was just 16, 17 years old. And I remember her coming to the Bible study and just crying and showing us the picture. Mm-hmm. And people that yeah. think it's easy for mothers to release their babies oh don't know the reality of how much they mourn and grieve that loss, but usually it's because they aren't in the place at that time to to be the mother they need to be. And, right. Uh, right. Uh, I just love yeah, it. So when I'm I glad hear... that God. Yeah, put I'm us glad together you... like that and laid yeah. it on my heart to to, to follow keep up. And to you find, bet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because I also of... my birth dad and have right. a great relationship with him too. Uh huh. That is fantastic that that happened, and and it wraps into our 
stories about travel since you took that trip to the Creation Museum. Tell us about how your kids enjoyed the Creation Museum and Noah's Ark. It's a great place. I promote it all the time to people uh-huh. to go because yeah. it's a place um, they that... loved it. Yeah. They loved it? Yeah. They loved it. Um, it is a, a little bit of a different experience if you go with non-readers. So, ah, you know, obviously my sure. oldest is, is learning to read as well on his way there, but is not a strong reader. So they're not, you know, getting all of the information. There's so much you know, printed information at those places. But uh, again, it's also kind of just knowledge through absorption. So um, they go and see, you know, they present it as a historical museum. You know, it's not just like a storybook. It's, you know, real history facts, you know, shown shown in a life-size way that they can kind of peg on into their memory so Mm -hmm. it was definitely worth it we stayed at an airbnb that was kind of set up just for people going to the ark and the creation museum and that was nice because then we could cook our own meals and you know save money that way sure yeah and yeah Uh, especially if you have a special diet that is Uh, the way to go oh what a good idea yeah yeah and then we uh took a whole day at the Creation Museum and a whole day at the Ark. And it was funny because it started to rain as soon as we got to the mm-hmm. Ark. So it was, thought, we thought they were doing special effects or something as we got in there. But <laughs> That's cool. It took, yeah, it took a whole day. They also have a really cool zoo right outside. Oh, good. The um, Ark, right. So there is... Um, Oh, and, and I guess the Creation Museum, so they just keep adding things. Yes. But I guess I would say with little kids, plan to spend, you know, half your time outside and mm-hmm. half your time inside because mm-hmm. the kids will get, get bored and things like that. But, oh, there's sure. so much to see, and our kids still, are, you know, come up with, oh, remember that display in the Creation Museum yeah. of, you know, Noah's sons doing yeah. this? or um, So it's really stuck with them. Hopefully we get to go again. Wonderful. My parents are lifetime members so oh, they can get their kids in. Great. We went to free. the Creation Museum some years ago, but we have not been back. We want to see the Noah's yeah. uh, Ark. And that is just, it, it, it just comes alive because you see everything and the size that it would have been. And, and, yeah. and then, you know, some of it is just uh, people, but in large scale. So you can tell in the size yeah. inside and what would have been in there. It's it's awesome. It's a great way to share your faith with your children because the creation yeah. story is important. It's in Genesis. We believe it. Uh, but sometimes because the secular world dumbs it down, I guess might say. It, Truth it's is not, just kind of drowned right. out. Right. It's hard sometimes to teach them everything and, and they do such a great job. It's awesome. Yeah. And typically I say like, we like to go to pretty budget-friendly options, like spend our money, you know, getting there and then enjoy a free national park or something. Mm-hmm. So we don't typically go to real expensive things, but I'd say it's worth it to save up your money, um, you know, to go to that place. Cause Absolutely. Wanna, yeah. I think know, so, too. support that, too. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you just touched on vacations can be expensive. How do you save and economize as you travel, Jamie? Yeah. Um, this is funny. I'm in a funny position to answer this because growing up, we were very budget conscious and, you know, vacation equaled camping. Mm. So I feel like we are pretty extravagant as a family because we stay in hotels and 
So basically, you just have to make a budget with your husband and decide, you know, what is what is feasible and then, you know, not worry too much about it, just kind of plan for it. But um we do stay with kind of low low budget hotels just somewhere where it doesn't look, you know, like you're going to get robbed or something. <laughs> <laughs> um that you'll be mostly safe. That's what we go with. Um, try to stay under like $80. It is tricky when you have lots of kids. Yes. Um cuz they want you to pay for, you know, beds. So we have to kind of fight it each time we go to a hotel. Like, no, we're not splitting up our family. We're all going to stay in one room. Uh-huh. And <clears throat> then we, you know, we have never had to split up rooms, but they will try to give you a hard time about that. Um, but so trying to, you know, find lodging way in advance, if that's possible, if you can plan your vacation in advance and actually know where all your stops are, because the, you know, sooner you get the hotel room booked, the easier or the cheaper it will be. Mm-hmm. And then also, if you're going to have an extended stay somewhere, uh, Airbnb, there's even a Lutheran Airbnb that you can look up online. Um, is a good economical option usually because um, you can, you know, make accommodations or, or whatever accommodations you need. And then you have, you know, full amenities and you have a, such a private location, private house and everything at your uh-huh. disposal. So Sounds great. I'm going to have to look into that. I think that sounds wonderful. Very good. Yeah. And then also in, on a different vein, we I try to do meal planning quite a bit before we leave. Um Again, I'm not as budget conscious as I could be, but you know, always bring a cooler and go grocery shopping instead of mm-hmm, you know go out mm-hmm. to eat all the time. Right, that makes good sense for families, especially even the children. You have a, I think, a two year old, don't you? One that's very young. Mm-hmm. That can be hard, especially if it's been a long oh, drive, yeah. and then you're taking them into a restaurant and saying, "Okay, now be quiet." <laughs> they need right. to run and around, and and so camp, sure. you know, having hot dogs or even ham sandwiches uh, in yeah. a little uh, roadside park is a lot a park. easier for for that little one. Yeah. 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 So you can find fun parks on the way, you know, just plug it in in your maps and you can find lots of fun parks, which just makes the, the, the drive more fun to interrupt it with fun. Very good. Well, we have two minutes left, Jamie, and um, we, we never, Dana never came. We're so sorry that she wasn't able to, to be a part of the discussion, but I do want to let the listeners know that I, I had put some comments about this on Facebook and just got so many good responses that I'm going to put a little article in our email newsletter about some of the games and activities and uh, many things they talked about. You probably did some of them too. We may not have time. License plates from different states. And uh, I always love to play 20 questions with our kids and Mm -hmm. help them learn how to ask good questions to narrow it down. It's just a good teaching game. Uh, And uh, I also saw things like uh, let the bubble have bubbles for the kids to put out the window. (laughs) I thought, well, that's a new one. Just so many good things. And then some of them said sing rounds of camp songs. You talked about singing and these are these are just great ideas and I just want to share a few of them in our email newsletter. But I want to thank our guest again Jamie Clossing. She kind of got thrown into this by herself because we were expecting two uh, moms but uh, we covered a lot. I wish we had had a little more time, but our time is up. 
So again, this is Kay Meyer with Family Shield Ministries. To learn more about the ministry, go to our website at www.familyshieldministries.com. Today, we've been talking about traveling with kids. Thanks for listening. God bless your day. You've been listening to Family Shield, a production of Family Shield Ministries. Its mission is to educate and equip people through the power of the gospel to know Christ, grow in His Word, and to strengthen individuals and their families. To learn how you can obtain resources or support the ministry, go to www.familyshieldministries.com or write Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123. And tune in again next week for Family Shield.